what is going on with you and Memorial Day? What is happening with America? What is happening with that giant eagle of freedom that shouldn't lose a feather? You guys, uh, it's a crazy, wacky, fun-filled episode of The Loftus Party. Just like every week, but we're, we're cranking it out. We're having a long weekend. We're adjusting some levels. The Liberty Gypsy is in full uh, Star Trek mode, adjusting things. How's it going? Hey, I, ha- I actually had something great happen today. Oh no! I'm just I'm I'm watching I'm watching levels change. I'm seeing you. Do, it's very exciting, you know, oh. sharing the screen and watching all the the happenings. Watching it all is the it's happenings. Yeah, it's it's very much like the Starship Enterprise. So no, you, you're saying you're saying what something what happened today? Oh, it, it was just funny because last night I had one of those lovely Twitter accounts with a tomato avi and two followers call me a bot. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'm the bot who writes for two publications, has a weekly podcast, and uses my legal name. And somebody came back to me and called me Botsfire, which I thought was hysterical. That and is a then, good name. And then somebody came back and said, no, you're the Liberty Gimlet. <laughs> See, isn't that great? Isn't <laughs> like, that wonderful? I'm like, I have no idea where he came up with that. Really. It it, it stems from Liberty <laughs> Liberty Gypsy, and then I I just misspoke, and st- and the thing is, it's one of those happy accidents where you, yeah. you your tongue is tied and you're you're stuttering, and then you're like, oh, Liberty Gimlet, Liberty, ooh, Liberty Gimlet, and then I I like the Liberty Gimlet. That should be a cocktail. That should be a real when someday, someday soon, when we have like actual offices, <laughs> and we have a big studio in Atlanta. Sure. Yeah, we'll be uh, right down the road from Tyler Perry. There you go. At, and and we'll have a bar in one side of the studio. That's where the ping pong table and the video games will be. We'll also have we'll have we'll have cocktails for everybody. We'll have the the Liberty Gimlet. Uh, we'll have the 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 Loftus Daiquiri or something. There you go. I don't Liberty know. Liberty Gimlet. I you can, can use what is that? That red stuff. It's vodka, right? You're sounding soup. Super reverby. You're sounding like you're you're sounding coming out through a reverby. It's kind of cool. It kind of has a '60s vibe to it. There's like a real uh, like Del Shannon kind of "My Little Runaway," which I'm going to learn how to play on the ukulele. That's a weird. That was a weird little uh, thought connection there. There you go. Wow, super reverby now. I have no idea why. Well, that's not good. <laughs> That's not good. This will be, this will be very uh, odd sounding. I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll sound like I'm in a real place, and you'll sound like you are uh, transmitting from one of those uh, Martian ships from War of the War of the Worlds. Okay, is that better? That is. What'd you do? I just put everything in my left ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All the sound is coming through in my left ear now. I have no idea why that makes a difference. It, you know what? It it did it. So we're we're jumping in now. All right. I uh I was up late last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a there was uh, had a very full day yesterday. I've been writing a thing. I'm almost finished. It this this little project has been all consuming. And you know what I'm going to write next? You know what I'm going to write next? I really think so. Uh, I'm going to write a, a, a book. Because here's the wonderful thing about a book. 
uh, and not and not a novel, just like a, a book about politics. Like every chapter's different. You have a sense of accomplishment. You're like, oh, I wrote five pages. I wrote a short chapter. That chapter's done, and then you just move on to the next chapter, and then you throw together like twenty some odd chapters, and all of a sudden you have a book, and the book has a theme. Uh, I, I need to take a a step back from like comedies and stories. Uh, I'm, I'm, when I met Ann Coulter, whenever I meet anybody who's who's like written a book, uh, Ann Coulter, uh, uh, Ben Shapiro, those I'm, I'm always insanely jealous. Uh, and and then they tell me it's actually not so bad because you write chapters, and I I'm gonna dive into that. I want to dive into that. Remind me, I got to call my agent uh, on Tuesday. Okay. And tell him you're gonna write a book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a book about uh, political comedy, all that stuff. So it'll be great. Uh, it'll be wonderful. At least that's the way I think right now. I'm just so happy. You know, you just whenever you get done with a big project, you know, you just feel great. So I got caught up on one of the Sunday shows today. It's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Chris Watches Guy was off from Fox News Sunday or the Chris Wallace thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some dude filling it. It was a whole bunch of nothing today. But the thing that's been really striking me, that that really is like the two realities we're living in with the the Mueller investigation and Spygate. Uh, first of all, I'm a little disappointed in Trump for calling it Spygate. I think he could do a lot better. He yeah, seems that's to not be, as catchy. It really isn't. No. It really isn't. Uh, and he's trying to get it going. However... Uh, I want to I want to talk about it because there's there certain things that are bugging me about the coverage of it on on MSNBC as opposed to Fox uh, and 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 MSNBC it's just mind boggling the way the the left is spinning this thing and the whole parsing of words and, and they're like did did you guys have a did you have a spy did you have a did you actually have a spy Donald Trump's calling it Spygate did you have, did you have a spy in the Trump and they're like no we didn't no we didn't. Well, it's it was an informant. No, oh, what did oh, homie, yeah. What did yeah, homie a, call it? Confidential human source. Yes, that's the technical <laughs> name. That's the real name of what we do at the FBI. And then it just like, drives dude, me crazy. Just go and, away. Yeah, and you want to throw something at the TV. You're like, okay, does your confid does your confidential human source uh, walk into the campaign and go, hey, everybody, I'm here to gather intelligence. No, he does it covertly. He doesn't want people to know. He is almost a spy. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with an informant. Unless, unless you're walking into the campaign, going, "Hey, everybody, are you a Russian? Because I heard there's Russians running around here." <laughs> you are a spy. You can call it whatever the hell you want it. You can call it a, a Romulac flipper slaps. I don't give a dang. But to watch all these people uh, go on TV and like, there's the, there was no spy. <laughs> there's no there's a spy okay whatever you want to call it well, here's my thing a long time ago trump said that trump tower was wiretapped yes. everybody says trump said he was wiretapped that's not what he said manafort was in trump tower i believe carter page had an office in there and those people were wiretapped and they did have conversations with members of the campaign, if not Trump himself. Yes. And so, it's not a huge uh, leap. Yeah, so technically, 
it wasn't old school 1970s, a guy in an ice cream van with a headset on, right. you know, with a phone line tapped, but there was surveillance. Absolutely. And, and it's, it doesn't, for, listen, go ahead, go ahead. For two years, that has been labeled a right-wing conspiracy theory. And yeah. so now that it's out there, and I don't know if it's the IG, if it's the Mueller investigation, how all this ended up in the public sphere, right? But it's out there now. Well, the two FBI agents that were doing the doink-a-doink certainly didn't help, but... Struck. Struck. <laughs> Bring but me struck with his erection. Here's, here's the... <laughs> here's the fundamental thing, okay? I complained when Trump hired Manafort because his history was all out there. They didn't do a very good job vetting him. But if the FBI had concerns that members of the campaign could be turned, which was basically what they were talking about, they weren't worried that these people were actually foreign agents. They were worried that they were going to try to recruit them. Somebody yeah. should have told Donald Trump and his campaign leaders, we have concerns with these people, and here's why. Yeah, and the reason they didn't do that is the same reason why, like, hey, we're just going to surveil uh, Paul Manafort. We're just going to surveil Carter Page. We're just going to surveil these people, and then, and whoever they talk to, if, if someone accidentally falls in, Oh, oopsie, I guess we got candidate Trump. Mm, I guess we accidentally, oopsie-daisy, we might have gotten some information there. And then you're spying on the campaign. Mm-hmm. You are, uh, it's like uh, walking into an art gallery with the intent of using a paintball gun on one specific painting. And you just start spraying it everywhere. And you go, oopsie, I might have accidentally got some on the Mona Lisa. I might, oopsie, I might have, and so, and and it seems like, and here's the frustrating uh, part of it, and that's, you know, it's why we do the podcast, that's why I did the flip side, it's why we're going to do another TV show, uh, all this stuff. It's like, you can't get one, and they don't want one competent person on MSNBC. They don't want one competent person on Don Lemon's, Don Lemon's show, this this is a a train wreck. There is a, a, a segment that I really, really want to do uh, where I just watch the news, I, I, literally, and I'm just going to like, I'm going to let these guys do their thing, and then I'm going to stop the screen, and I go, okay, this just really happened in reality. We mm-hmm. just saw Don Lennon, Don Lemon's uh, Chiron the other day was like literally it was just up on the screen for, for, for like, the run of the show. The president is lying. What? The, the You know how they have that, that thing, with, with like, breaking yeah. news mm-hmm. underneath the screen? It was, like, literally, the president is lying. It just, it was like something out of 1984. It was so Orwellian. And then I'm, I'm imagining people just, like, walking through the uh, airport, uh, not really paying attention, and you're waiting for your flight, and you look up, and then ooh, the president's lying. I mean, it's just, it, it's just, it's like, a, like a billboard, it, it, like, uh, you know, like somebody. There was a street artist uh, in L.A. that started that thing years ago called, and it, it just said "Obey," and it was a, it was a stylized picture of Andre the Giant, and it just said <laughs> "Obey." It was like that. The president is lying. Listen, they spied, they spied on the campaign. 
They spied on the campaign. And and just the, the, the ginormous disparity about, oh my gosh, Paul Manafort, Paul Manafort was hired by the Ukrainian government to lobby mm-hmm. uh, in like 1998 or 2000 or whatever the Long hell it was. Ago. Yeah, and Carter Page uh, had some uh, business in Russia and this and that. That is, uh, that is thin. That is really, really thin. Now, if you're worried, <laughs> and then, so you, you've got that. So let's, let's get all over these guys. Now, the DNC, their computers uh, were, were either hacked or someone downloaded a bunch of stuff. That right. happened once. Then Podesta got fished. Then By a Nigerian the, prince or something. And then the DNC got hacked again. I didn't realize they got hacked twice, what before and after uh, Podesta. And and the FBI is like, hey, can we look at your uh, computers? They're like, hell no. And the FBI is like, okay, whatever. Good good call, you guys. I am so <laughs> excited. About what? Well, this inspector general, Mr. Horowitz, he's very good. And well, he's he into- better shock me. Somebody, somebody needs to shock the world. Well, here's, he's here's the, the one that wrote the report where... And recommended charges against Andrew McCabe. Okay. Well, somebody somebody needs to really impress me now, because here's the here's the deal. That's that's exhausting. The the, the timeline of exhaustion. Uh, Hillary Clinton and her campaign they clearly broke the law. Mm-hmm. That you can't you can't do that with classified information. She had classified information, and the FBI is like, oh whatever. She didn't mean anything bad. Can we can we look at her laptops? No, no, you can't. And uh, we smashed him with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. So so all that, and they interview yeah. Hillary Clinton, and it's Peter Strzok is in charge of that investigation. Mm-hmm. And and uh, well, let's not. It won't be sworn testimony. We'll just kind of sit down and chat. And then when her IT people and everybody close to her, uh, they're going to get immunity and no charges. Like that kind of. No one gets in trouble. No one ever gets in trouble and i think uh well who clapper i think i think the um statute of limitations has run out on that dude really yeah his 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 bad stuff was so long ago you can't even go after him now um that there we cannot live in a society and this is just me where there's two sets of rules like like all these people get immunity there's classified information. No one gets into any trouble. Huma Abedin gets into no trouble. Uh, Anthony Weiner, the only reason he's in jail is because, like, uh, the girl he was uh, chatting up and sending dirty pictures to was 15. And then, so you've got that on one side, and you got the whole the the whole Peter Struck of it all, and like, uh, who's the the one guy uh, who was working for uh, the FBI and his. His wife was working for Fusion GPS. That was and all Mr. Sudden, Orr. Yeah, and all of a sudden she gets a ham radio license in the middle of the night. Like, what, what? in the... You didn't hear about that? No. Oh, my gosh. A ham radio license? It's the craziest thing. So, so he's working for the FBI and, and doing X, Y, and Z and trying to, you know, make sure Hillary doesn't go to jail and make sure everything's good. Meanwhile, he's helping out... Uh, McCabe and all those yahoos at the FBI. Uh, something, I forget what event happens during the day. Something happens during the day, and then that night, his wife, who works for Fusion GPS, 
uh, applies for a ham radio license. Well, I guess that's one way to avoid your texts being discoverable. Isn't that isn't that just like the most like it's like something you'd see on that show, The Americans on FX. You're like, wait a minute, wait. <laughs> look at if you look at uh, uh, Cheryl Atkinson's timeline, it's just like, holy crap! Oh. And then the Trump Tower meeting. This is hilarious as well. They make, they they try to make oh uh, Don Jr. and all these guys. They met with this uh, Russian agent. This Russian agent. And the only reason that Russian agent chick got in the country is Loretta Lynch gave her a special visa. Oh yeah, and I think she also met with Glenn Simpson during the same trip. <laughs> here's here's how her trip. Here's how her itinerary went. Okay, she gets a special visa from Loretta Lynch to get uh-huh. into the country. Then, uh, day one, uh, two o'clock in the afternoon, go meet with Fusion GPS. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you have have meeting with Fusion GPS. Then go to Trump Tower. Uh, try to get those guys to do something incriminating. They don't. Leave that meeting. Go back to Fusion GPS and report. It's like <laughs> she was imported to do this stuff. It's yep. just, it, it is mind-boggling. And that was written six months ago, as soon as everybody found out who she was, and that was another conspiracy. <laughs> yes! And for, and, and this is what is really, and it's one of these things, I, I, we try to do this in a lighthearted fashion and all this stuff, but when you watch uh, Don Lemon, and when you watch uh, MSNBC, and you watch these uh, so-called uh, conservatives the, on MSNBC, the, mm-hmm. the, the you know the Steve Schmitz of the world, Steve Schmitz, Captain Captain Meathead Marblemouth. Uh, Donald Trump is about having he's like a a pig looking for a pile of poop in the middle of a mud puddle, and he's just like what? Just it's just straight up slander uh, on the president, and they're not even questioning could this be true? Could any aspect and like Don Lemon's thing, the tr- the president is lying. You have. All these supposed journalists that look like journal that news, but they're actually opinion show. But they're not even questioning. Could this? It, granted, uh, there's a lot of hyperbole uh, on both sides, but this doesn't. You're not even uh, the, the least bit curious. They make it sound as if the president's just making this up out of whole cloth. Like one minute he springs up out of bed and he goes, uh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to call it Spygate and I'll make this up and I'll make that up. And it's like rainbows, lollipops, gumdrops, lie, lie, lie. No, there's actual well, crap that happened. And, and no actu- one's even curious. The actual shellacking that Dennis, <clears throat> Devin Nunes has taken is just ridiculous given what we know now. Yeah. I mean th- – that was just yeah. ridiculous, but I think we talk a lot about how the left likes to change the definition of words. Mm-hmm. They have now changed the definition of conspiracy for me to, oops, you're a little bit close, so I'm going to call you crazy. Well, that is, it goes, <laughs> it goes right back. Out. It goes right back to uh, Cheryl Axon's book mm-hmm. that I can't recommend enough to everybody, Stonewalled, and this is a. A public relations tactic yep. that the government has employed, and they're very, very, very good at it. You, you deny, you deny, you deny, 
and then you you stonewall, you slow play everything, which like the, the whole the, the FBI and the Department of Justice and coming out with these things and, oh, that's redacted. And, oh, you wanted that file, too. Oh, darn it. We'll get right on that. And so they draw it out as long as they can. And then when you uh, when people like you and I who are like pit bulls on it and, and you know, when we keep coming back to it, like, hey, what about that? Then they go, wow, you're still talking about that. That's old news. Boy, you, you sound like uh, you're wearing a tinfoil hat. You got a little bit of a conspiracy thing going on there. <laughs> you might want to lighten up. Listen, we've already given you all these documents. They were all redacted. But we gave you, and it's just, it's so insanely frustrating. And the government's not supposed to work this way. And we are not supposed to be afraid of the government. The government's supposed to be afraid of us. Well, and just and that this is, whole thing. The what? FBI is independent, an independent agency and... They can't. The DOJ can't be overseen by the president. The president can't request a briefing. Are you kidding me? That's a state. That's a state Schmidt from MSNBC. And what the president's trying to do here? What he's trying to do? He's trying to undermine the FBI. He's trying to undermine the Department of Justice. He's okay. he's trying to smack the food out of baby's mouth and make people chew off their own feet. Donald Trump eats the bottom of shoes and he flosses his teeth with shoestring. This guy. He's, they. It's just. The Christopher Ray and Jeff Sessions work for Donald Trump. They yes. were appointed by him, and I can't figure out why they're not saying, turn it over. Well, like, I just don't get it. Because someone has them convinced that uh, if, if America loses uh, faith in, in FBI, and if America loses faith in the Justice Department, uh, we're going to have a systematic failure and a constitutional crisis. And if you don't slow play this, uh, it's, it's the end of our republic. Uh, and a house divided cannot stand. Die, 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 die. Um, that Once again, they they really sailed. I know it, but they <laughs> and it's like really they don't know it. They honestly, honestly feel as if they are smarter than all of us, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. They're in a bubble. They're in their ivory tower, and they are, we're going to make the decisions that are good for everybody. Everyone hold your horses. All, and then, and what could they, and this is the one that drives, the other one that drives me crazy. When they, when they go, ah, we don't want to give up the FBI's tactics. Uh, If we give up the FBI's tactics, uh, uh, people could get hurt. And you're like, let me guess your tactic. You do it secretly. <laughs> you you send a guy. You send a guy in the Trump campaign. You're like, don't tell nobody. You're working for the FBI. That's your tactic. I well, not just show that. them all. Then show they... them all. I want all of it. Show me every file. I want names. I want dates. I want to know everybody. That's our secret. Is that we do it as secret? <laughs> I don't know. But the New York Times basically gave enough data points that anybody could have done a Google search and figure out who this confidential human source was. Who was it? Who was it? Everybody oh. keeps doing that, and it makes. And I'm getting so mad at him. Listen, uh, we all know. We all know who it is. And I'm going I'm not gonna name. No, the, the name, Daily Caller published it. It's a. It's a professor in England. I can't. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But his oh, name's oh out there. Oh my gosh. Holy crap. So I guess this guy was at some, uh, whoever it is, he, he was at, 
He was at some conference in England uh, a million years ago with Carter Page. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so Carter Page is on Laura Ingram's show the other night, <laughs> and it was it was it was good TV for all the wrong reasons. Uh, so so Laura Ingram, who who I I, I very much like, I, I I enjoy her show. She's got Carter Page on, and I've never heard that dude talk before. Carter Page, a a less a less nefarious character you, you will not find. The Russians He's like, thought he was stupid. He's oh my gosh, <laughs> Gimlet. <laughs> he is right out of Mayberry. He is right out of Mayberry. It's just like a, a <laughs> he's not threatening at all. I don't want to insult anybody because he might have friends that listen to the show. I've never <laughs> I've never <laughs> met the guy. But Laura Ingram is like. So, uh, so Carter, when you're at this thing in England, and this guy, he, he wasn't comes, an he comes international man of mystery. How did how did he approach you? So Laura Ingram wants to know how did this how did the conversation start? Mm-hmm. How did this guy try to befriend you? How did he, he try to get his talons into you? And Carter Page like, well, I just thought he was being nice. Uh, there was a lot of great people there, and everybody was pretty friendly. And uh, okay, but Carter, Carter, thinking back, thinking back. How did he try to befriend you? How did he? How did he try to? Well, he was just. Uh, I guess. I guess everybody at the thing was 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 pretty swell, and uh, you know we, we talked a little. Okay, when he came at you, was he trying to get information? Did he ask you about the Trump campaign? Was he asking you about Russian colors? Well, you know there was there was a lot of a uh, lot of great a lot of great people there, and we had ice cream, and they had uh, wonderful. <laughs> it was just so He's not James Bond. He is not. He is. Not James Bond. It was. I was howling. But, it was just, and you could tell he wasn't putting on an act. He wasn't. Carter, Carter Page wasn't like, oh uh, shucks, huh? No, he was like, he was like legit Barney Fife's cousin. <laughs> oh my god! But I mean, if you think about it, when the dossier came out and it had all these allegations about him, and he said none of that happened. Sure enough, none of it happened. Oh, it's just, you know, and Trump sends out a tweet today talking about, you know, how the damage is going to be repaired for some bright young people. I mean, when you look at Carter Page, when you look at Hope Hicks, I mean, Hope Hicks is in her 20s, Page is in his 20s, Papadopoulos is a fairly young guy. They have all had to incur significant legal bills to try to fight this stuff. So that's who Trump was talking about, like the kids, right? People start throwing pictures of Manafort and Flynn up. Like, no, that's not who he was talking about. But go yes. back to Flynn. Even the FBI agents at the time said he wasn't lying. Yes, I, the whole thing. And that's is and just that's and that's the mess. other that's the other great double standard that I'm I'm glad you brought up. It's like, hey, let's talk to Hillary Clinton, Huma Abedin, and all these people. But we're not going to swear them in because we don't want to even uh, let them try to get in trouble. And then with General Flynn. Uh, they're like, hey, by the way, you're under you're oath, and that doesn't and that doesn't line up, and now you're in big, big trouble, and and all that is to try to get him to to flip that guy. I, I feel I feel horrible for him, and I'm glad that there's a a GoFundMe for his legal defense because I guess he's had to sell his house, and uh, they can make your life they can make your life very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. And that was the other way when uh, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. I don't know if it was uh, if it was Comey or Clapper or one of those guys. Who were like, uh, hey, Donald Trump, you better be careful, buddy. You better be careful. You're they can we can make your life pretty messed up. 
And that's that's exactly why I'm here. That's exactly why I'm here. Because I don't want people to be afraid of the government. I don't want people to be afraid. You shouldn't be afraid that the IRS is going to shut down uh, your grassroots organization because you're on the wrong side of things politically. You shouldn't think your political campaign is going to be spied on by the opposition parties, uh, the sitting president. Uh, you shouldn't be in. You should not fear your government. That's tyranny, man, and it all st- it, that's where this all stems from. You have to be able to say whatever you want to say. You have to be able to criticize the government because they should be afraid of us, the people. And if those guys get out of whack, then that's why you got the Second Amendment, to protect yourself and your family and your stuff from tyrants. It's just, and it's not, this isn't uh, hyperbole. This is the real deal. Not, it's not supposed to work this way. It's a slippery slope. We slid too far, and I'm glad I'm glad Donald Trump is in there doing it because I tell you what, if Hillary would have won and it was a binary choice, if Hillary would have won, all none of this stuff comes out. None of it comes out. And then they just dig in deeper. Mm-hmm. It's like a tick. It's like a giant tick on a back. Right now, Donald Trump's in there. Pink. We're getting rid of the ticks before they get too uh, bloated with the, the blood of freedom loving eagle riders. Well, Ooh. did you? Go ahead. Never mind. Okay. I just had I just, I just had an totally idea. I totally lost that thought. I had it and it left. Because I went because I went, "Ooh." Yeah, <laughs> and I just it scared I re- me. No, I'm just kidding. I remembered something that I wanted to tell you about after <laughs> after we record. It's like not even applicable to what we're talking about. <laughs> it's totally it's completely it's off completely topic. Completely unrelated. <laughs> Well, it's it's somewhat related. It's perpendicular to what we're doing. Uh, but anyway. You said perpendicular. I'm, yeah. <laughs> perpendicular is a perfectly fine word. Um, we are we, we spent a lot of time on the Mueller thing, but I think we, we encompassed a lot. Uh, right now, the other big thing that's going on, and this is the other one that, that just fills me with amusement, uh, is that Donald Trump has successfully opened up the door to North Korea through his tough talk. And through his actions in Syria and in the Middle East and wiping ISIS off the face of the planet, uh, he has a reputation uh, for meaning what he says mm-hmm. and not messing around. So, and he has General Mattis. Yep, who has done a phenomenal job. I love Those guys, Mad Dog. It's amazing how they've, they've almost wiped ISIS off the face of the planet. Uh, they've taken back all the territory, the mother of all bombs. We've we've oh. smacked Syria around for their near. So now Donald Trump has has opened the up the. Uh, well, he's he he's talking to North Korea. North Korea is like, hey, let's have a sit down, let's talk. Then they call it off. Donald Trump comes back with all these people. So Donald Trump is is, is able to do something that that no other president could do before him. Uh, and and the the left is like, well, he's not doing it right. That's not that's not how you do this. This is not how you do diplomacy. When he wrote the letter canceling the meeting, I just laughed and laughed and laughed. That that it it seems like uh, it was written by a three year old. That's my Nancy Pelosi what, impression. What, it, gonna... it seems like it was written by a child, and Kim Jong Un must be having a a, a giggle fit right now. That you don't understand anything, Nancy. Not you don't understand that. anything. You don't understand Botox. You don't understand uh, wrinkle creams. You don't understand <laughs> negotiations <laughs> one hundred and one. No, no. 
When the other side is being stupid, you pick up your bat, you pick up your ball, and you go home because you know they really want to talk to you. And they have... Well, they they can't grasp this simple concept, and then they keep criticizing uh, the, the the president for his for his tactics. It's like, hey, obviously you don't know how to make a paper airplane, so stop criticizing the guy who's making all the paper airplanes. You're not folding that right. That's never gonna fly. Ooh, look at it go. There it goes. Well, it didn't go very far. It didn't go very far. I'm sure if he made a better one, it'd, it'd fly much farther. Ooh, he made another one. Ooh, that, look at that go. That's that's kind sure. of nice. Just just to recap in the last couple weeks, right? Yeah. Donald Trump has forced Democrats to defend MS-13. <laughs> yeah. Take North Korea's side. Take Hamas's mm-hmm. side. And you know what happened? What? Their entire lead in the 2018 generic poll disappeared. The it Republicans is. are actually ahead on the generic ballot now. Okay, so here's so this goes great. This goes great. So last night, uh, I'm up and I'm I'm looking at the YouTube channel. I'm so happy mm-hmm. that we're we're over thirty five. We're over three thousand five hundred, and there's it, it's coming in dribs and drabs. More people are joining every day. Uh, the latest video is doing great, uh, really good. So I'm up. Uh, I got uh, Saturday Night Live on in the background, I'm and sorry. Uh, it's. Well, it was, you know, they actually had a a couple funny premises. I can't remember the name of the kid who was uh, the guest host, but it was, it was a lot of, a lot of restaurant skits, but whatever. They had some, they had some actual uh, funny stuff. Okay. So, so good for them. Uh, It's the commercials in between the mayor, mayor uh, Antonio Vigorosa. I don't know what, maybe he's running for Congress or, or he's running for something out here. Uh, so the, and the I saw like three or four different political commercials, mm-hmm. uh, Democrats who are all running for office, and the common thread through all of them, and they use this phrase specifically, he will stand up to Trump. He will stand up. He is fighting for you, uh, Antonio Vigorosa, who Obama said is one of the best mayors in uh, the history of all of Merdom. Uh he uh, has courage, and he will stand up to President Trump. He will stand up to the like literally. Is he mayor of L.A.? He he was he was oh. the guy, and he's such a he's such a publicity whore. It's crazy. Well, I mean, he was on. We had him on the George Lopez show. He did he did a guest spot on George Lopez and wanted to come back. That dude like wanted to be a recurring character. On no, the show, he was, is not interested in helping anybody. He's interested in one dude. Uh, Antonio Villagarosa, and uh, yeah. Well, no, but I, I, I was listening to something this morning that says with the current management of Los Angeles and the failure of basic sanitation as it relates to letting everyone in the country and the homeless problem, there's going to be an outbreak of a serious, like, contagious disease here shortly. That Very that well run. Probably, here. listen, I was at a... Uh, fast food place last night with my kids because mm-hmm. uh, I was working working late on the script uh, and it was like dinner time and I'm like okay holy crap so me and my boys uh, run out and here's the deal and it's get this is like a, a serious note <clears throat> there you have a ton of like homeless people mm-hmm. uh, 
and 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 there you can everybody you can deal with the homeless people, right? So whatever. Then you've got the uh, the people with real mental problems who are living in a different reality. They've had some kind of psychotic break. Yep. And uh, one of these dudes was in and out of the fast food restaurant a couple times last night, having a big conversation, getting upset about something, and no one looked at him. No one, no one wanted to confront this dude mm-hmm. because you could see the the viol- He was dancing right on the edge of violence. No shoes, straight up crazy. And like no one reaches for their phones, but like that this person needs help, but they their numbers are increasing. It's not like a it's not like a zombie attack yet, where but but it is it's crazy. Just just since I've been back from New York and in, in for the few weeks, <clears throat> I've noticed an increase in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, no, that's that's what people They're crawling say. out leave, of the woodwork. If you leave for a little bit and you come back, you're like, what what the heck happened? Um but no, they. This individual was saying that he expected an outbreak of some type of contagious disease. You know, sometime this summer, it's going to get hot. People are going to be outdoors more, and with yeah. everything coming across the border, plus the just basic sanitation problems that are caused by such a large homeless population, something's going to start. And, and they then- also said. And I found this very interesting because I think you and I have talked about it, that six months ago they never would have said this, but the political environment in California right now is so toxic because direct democracy does not work. And you guys all have your referendum votes. That's direct democracy, which we both know results in tyranny. Um, Yeah. He basically said, I fully expect in the next five years California to be three separate states. Well – Maybe, and, and then it, when you and you have these idiots on TV not addressing the problem mm-hmm. that Californians see every day. Yep. That's that. That was part of what I was trying to say. It's like you know, this guy he's going to stand up to Donald Trump. He will. He has the courage to stand up to Donald Trump. Hey, do you have the courage to do something about the homeless? Do you have the courage to fix the potholes? Do you have the the courage uh, to to make sure we don't run out of water? Do you have the courage to make sure basic sanitation works? Good Lord, get in your car and and drive down Ventura Boulevard. Get in your car and drive down Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, you could bring and, Maxine with him. Oh, it's <laughs> and and like really, what? How is how is the mayor of L.A. gonna stand up to the president? Like, when are your paths ever gonna cross? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? What are you? I'm the I'm the mayor of Los Angeles now. I'm gonna go stand up to Donald Trump and his policies in the Ukraine. Like, what are you talking about? What fix you, the potholes. How, how about you fix L.A. You human piece of garbage. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Mm. If you want to watch great political ads that'll make you laugh, go watch Brian Kemp's for governor of Georgia. Okay. I will I will check that out. You will uh, laugh, I promise. I am I am completely addicted to YouTube. Well, not completely. I'm about 75-80% addicted um, to YouTube. I'm catching up on every Jordan Peterson video I've never watched cuz I think I'm just a huge fan girl now. Well, it's it's wonderful. I know we were talking about him a couple of a couple of weeks ago and uh uh I want everybody to know it's it's certainly not uh, like 
idol worship. I'm not like a, a Jordan Peterson groupie. I'm not running out and oh, give me my give me my JP T-shirt. There's always time for JP. Like that's not happening. Here's what is happening. I'd wear a JP T-shirt. There is, you know, and I was like, it's it's funny. Like as I was saying it, I was designing one in my head. I would use the BP logo. <laughs> But anyway, I'm not going to design uh, shirts for Jordan Peterson. Is Jordan Peterson? He's right. <laughs> it's really that easy. I want to be. I'm not even kidding you. I want to be the comedic equivalent of Jordan Peterson. The things that he says in a very straightforward and intellectual way, and he and he's not crazy with the big words. That's the other thing I like about him. He he he. he, he you know he's capable of it, but he says it in a in a use pretty much street language for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but he just makes sense. I want to be the comedic side of that. Whatever he says seriously, I want to say it funny. The dude, uh, if you listen to the show, I have to, I have to think you already know who Jordan Peterson is. I did a video about <clears throat> the uh, the most recent thing that he did the 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 monk debate or the monks that debate. Was just- I've got 20 minutes left, and I'm dying M- to finish so I can go finish watching it. <laughs> yeah, M- M-U-N-K. Uh, and it takes place in Toronto. L- look that up on YouTube, you guys. You really owe it to yourself. And and when you're having conversations, and that's the other thing, uh, you always see these, like, how to win a debate every time, those kind of videos. Whatever, you can watch those. <clears throat> but just what you will accidentally learn, <laughs> just the way this dude communicates without really he'll 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 slightly lose his temper he's got that canadian politeness thing he i've only seen his him temper in a very restrained way <laughs> yes and usually it's you can tell he's not frustrated with the human being he's talking to he's frustrated he's he's frustrated at the you you can't you can't see how this is a big problem. He sees the big problem, and and all these other delightful people are just walking through life. And he's I like, would, "No, you guys, this isn't good. This is going to lead to chaos, and it's going to lead to death. Millions of people will die if we continue down this road towards socialism and, and tribalism communism and identity and, politics yep. and political correctness. It's going to lead to death. Millions of dead people. There is no way." This turns up good. <clears throat> and, well, and, and he can uh, give you the fantastic. entire history of the world to support that. I mean, and he goes is... strictly from cultural anthropology. It's a pretty good place to start. <laughs> yes. Yes, and this and this goes back to, uh, like, so you have these people that are hell-bent on doing this. We're going to get the recipe right this time. This time we'll do socialism right. Forget Venezuela. Forget uh, the Soviet no. Union. Forget the Chinese. No. Forget Nazi Germany. Forget all that. Mm-mm. We're going to do it right this time. And you have these people uh, like Who Bernie Sanders, uh, Bernie Sanders, and these you Elizabeth know well-meaning Warren. Hollywood types that are like, "Oh, now we'll really do it. It'll be great. It'll be great." And it will not. It will not be great. <laughs> and now uh, you've got, and this is this is this goes to exactly what we're trying to do here. Blah 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 blah. Uh, Whoever gets the most votes gets to do what they want. Yep. Uh, Barack Barack Obama said that. Whoever yep. gets the most votes gets. So it is a culture war. It, all this stuff is stemmed together. And now that you've got, uh, you know, he's got a show on Netflix, and everywhere you turn around, it's it's the it's the casual thing. It's kids are uh, watching television, they're watching YouTube, and all this other stuff, and they're getting these. 
casual messages that slowly seep in. It's the person who's walking through the airport and just happens to glance up at CNN and the president is lying, is like a billboard. It's that's what we're waging. That's why that's why I'm constantly saying, please share the videos. Uh, tell people about the podcast. Uh, share the stuff on Facebook. We know there's an algorithm. We know we know there's an algorithm. Yeah, but it's a cultural thing. Uh, and I've you know I'm not big on on freedom armies and eagle riding crying John Wayne's in front of the American flag, but uh, we we got a nice little core group of people here. And we're growing and we're growing. Vegas was great, so just keep it up. You, you got to keep it up because it, it's a culture war, and we're all we can't talk about it now. But there's some there's some exciting stuff uh, happening. There's some wonderful things happening. I wish I could tell you, but I can't. I, I, I'll tell you right now. I believe in jinxes, and I believe in, <laughs> in 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 Hollywood and in the entertainment business. You don't talk about anything until the contracts are signed and and all that good stuff. But but trust me when I tell you. Uh, Liberty Gimlet and myself, we're doing our bit. We are hustling. We, we, we are hustling. And uh, I'm going to use this as a, a transition to the last like uh, 20 minutes of the show here. We got some new additions to uh, the Loftus Party uh, family of, of, of bloggers and people who write articles. Mm-hmm. We got, there's, some, there's some friends of mine uh, from Las Vegas, incredibly funny people incredibly funny stand-up comics uh tracy skeen brian mckim they've joined they're writing hilarious pieces informative pieces people magazine yeah she does the fashion police stuff yes for one of them i can't remember it was at the doctor's office Tracy's hilarious. Brian mm-hmm. is hilarious. Paul Hare is still writing uh, fantastic pieces. That dude is on it. Lisa's, Lisa's still with us. Lisa's doing wonderful stuff. We've got a couple more people that are jumping on board, and I, I really can't, I can't stress this enough. It's so insanely easy. Go to the, go to the website. You sign in, and boom. You can start commenting on stuff. And if you want to write a blog about this, check this out. Check this out. Okay. So uh, a a bunch of fans of of the podcast and the website came out to Vegas. uh, That's so cool. It it was was very cool. It was very cool. And talk about when you have like a little uh, uh, battery of how much longer can I do this and why am I doing this and all that self-doubt, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, boom, overload, hyperdrive. It just totally just kicked me in the bahonkas and like, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's wonderful. Um, There was a dude, and this is the great thing, like Paul Hare uh, wrote an article, and I think Paul also does a uh, a graphic novel, and I think he also had a book come out, so it's fantastic. Some dude on Facebook, and if he's listening to the show this week, I am going to read... he has also uh, written a comic, and he's trying to get it developed into a movie. And he's they're they're on like their third uh, volume of this graphic novel. He's asked he's asked us to read it and maybe review it. So uh, once things calm down next week, I'll certainly do that. But that's what I think. It's working. It's working. We we've always wanted to be a magnet. I know right. there's there's cool people out there 
uh, in this country and in this world that uh, they, they don't believe big government is the answer. However, they have the hearts and souls of artists and they, they create art and they tell jokes and they're wonderful human beings and they're not, they're not little Nazi sympathizers. They're extremely cool people. Those, that's who I want. That's who I want. And I want people who listen to this show. It, you can just jump in. If you got a funny meme, throw it up. Let's take a look. Let's have a laugh together. <laughs> Let's funny meme, funny story, anecdote. Hey, I saw I found a cool bar. I found a, the best hot dog in, in uh, you know, San Diego. I got this. I got that. Whatever. You guys, I, I'm, no, uh, I'm no computer genius. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, Bill You're Gates. You're not or technically savvy at all. I'm not. <laughs> but but what but what we're doing uh, with with all these people, which I think is just wonderful, and it's so great to see it happen. Is like here's a space. Here's a space you can literally just sign in and and get going, and we'll share your stuff. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you've got your you've got a gas station in Arizona, but you just repainted it and you think it looks cool. Take a picture and send it. Like I don't give it. We'll figure it out later. Let's just keep going. It's so much fun. I'm very excited. Everything's just growing. Like and then and then it'll just reach critical mass. Well, it'll just, just reach I critical like, mass. I like learning stuff. I told you about that thing Lisa wrote about the mystery vacation where you take a questionnaire and they set this up for you and you just go yeah. and you have no idea where you're going i want to do that absolutely absolutely and then i'm getting back in uh the thing that i want to do uh next week as soon as i can is i want to review uh this video game uh god of war which holy smoke holy smoke good video game it is fantastic it okay. should be a movie it's better than most movies. The story is so compelling. It's extremely emotional. You think, I mean, if you look at the cover art, it's this bald Norse guy with a big beard and he's got an axe and there's like, you think, oh, okay, I'm just going to be running around Norse mythology land, uh, just killing monsters, blah, blah, blah. It's fantastic. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Uh, it starts off whatever. I, I don't want to ruin it. I want to do, but there's a very compelling human story. It's it's about uh, a, a a man and his son, uh, and the guy's not ready really to be a father. The wife has passed away suddenly, and this father has to get his kid to safety. That's what it's all about, and it's and and you find out the kid has issues with his dad, and it's oh, it's. It's it, and then and then uh, you're getting attacked by monsters and you got to keep your kids safe and your kids trying to help. God bless his little heart. But these people at Santa Monica Studios, who I'm going to try to get in there and talk to them, uh, they they have just knocked it out of the park. It's going to cool. get ten. It's going to get ten out of ten. Uh, watches watch from ten out of ten Loftuses. That you know what, and that's what we have. Oh my gosh, what if we did Tiger Heads? Oh, that would be fine. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Like if that was our, I'm gonna write that down. That's not a bad idea. Should we? Should well, I think let's it's do great. ten out of ten. I think it's ten great out of ten you, tigers. I think it's great that you are reviewing video games since you can't review any movies. It's horrible. <laughs> it's it's this. I'm sorry, uh, I had this, to get the dig. I had to get the dig. Go for it. <laughs> 
I'm I'm so insanely jealous. It's like it's this other project. Once I'm done with this other project, I'm gonna try to see Solo tonight. You've already seen it. You've been awesome about maintaining your spoiler-free status. The only You've thing I will say is in Dead my two as well. In my humble opinion, as a pretty big Han Solo fangirl from a fairly young age, um, the kid got the swagger. He got that. Well, and there's and there's uh, Ronnie Howard making his money. Yeah. Because I guess I guess when they started, uh, what's his name, Ulrich Emrick or whatever the heck mm-hmm. the kid who plays Han Solo, he didn't have the swagger, and then I guess they convinced him to, like, let's work with a different acting coach, and Ron Howard came in and reshot everything. So that's good. Hopefully, listen, as... And Lando's great. I don't know what that nonsense about him being a pansexual is. It's ridiculous. They have to ruin everything. All I know is this about Donald Glover. That kid's just straight-up talented. Yep. Like the the music video he he made uh, for Childish Gambino, "This Is America." I watched it. I you know, it was gorgeous to watch. He just it was gorgeous to watch. It was a great song. Everything he acts in, uh, he seems to be wonderful in. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you've got his own show on at on FX Atlanta. I've seen a couple of episodes of that. It's this highly stylized. That kid is so talented. It's stupid. It's stupid. Now, well, he did a great job in this. So he looked uh, just in the trailers. He looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. But boy, I I don't know what his politics are or what. But if you if you can't come uh, to the realization that that's just like an insanely talented human being, uh, wow, childish Gambit. Oh, uh, um. Uh, he got his name from a Wu-Tang Clan name generator. What? Yeah, yeah. If you go on the internet, I thought I thought we talked about this a couple weeks ago. If you go on the internet uh, and search up Wu-Tang Clan, you've heard of the Wu-Tang Clan, right? Yeah. Okay, so go Wu-Tang Clan name generator. There's two of them. Uh, and evidently Donald Glover, when he was in uh, college, like his sophomore year, him and some friends were sitting around partying and the Wu-Tang Clan name generator came out and they all put in their names and they're howling with laughter because you get to see what your name would be. And Donald Glover put his name in there and it came out Childish Gambino. And I guess he was just dumbstruck. <laughs> and he's like, you guys, this means something. This this is important. This mean like I'm like like you're sitting around and you're stoned or you're drunk and you're hanging out with your college buddies. I'm sure they all thought he was crazy. And he's like, no. No. This, uh, this is this a thing. Me. I'm gonna do something with this. <laughs> sure you will, Donald. <laughs> and he did. So uh I think I think my Wu Tang clan name is uh Misunderstood Commander. Which actually <laughs> which actually works. <laughs> But I never, I never want to forget my Wu Tang Clan name. You should do it. Go, okay, I will. To, if it comes yeah. up Liberty Gimlet, I'm gonna die. Well, evidently, if you put in the name uh, Donald Glover to this day, supposedly it'll come up Childish Gambino. Now they might have gone back and changed the programming to make sure that, that that's the way it works. But yeah, I'm misunderstood, Commander. You can put your real name in there uh, and do all that stuff. So I haven't seen Solo. I'm going to try to see it tonight. I desperately, desperately want to see it tonight. By the time uh, you see Deadpool 2, you're going to have forgotten why the very last scene is so freaking funny. 
I'm going to see Deadpool 2. I'm going to see that again this week. Uh, I want to I wanna do a vlog about it, one or the other. It's either going to be uh, Solo or Deadpool 2. You can go to the, the Loftus Party YouTube channel and see the reactions to the monk debate. That's It's hilarious. I think it's really funny. And the end of the video is super funny. Like, super funny. Uh, I'm, I'm getting better at YouTube. I'm, I'm, get, <laughs> I'm getting better at the form. And it's got me excited. Because it is its own little thing. God of War uh, is fantastic. Oh. And if you're a gamer out there, and you like a good story, and not just mindless killing... But the, but the graphics are fantastic. Woo! Save wanna... it for your review. Mm-hmm. I just I have one more thing I have to say before we close out this podcast. I love it. Are we gonna? Okay, go ahead. I'm not mad at Morgan Freeman. I'm not gonna get mad at Morgan Freeman. What in the world? Now here's the deal, and I, I'm not. Uh, I'm gl- I'm glad that Harvey Weinstein. Someone's pressing charges, and that that's like the whole pound some me great too. Prison names too. Oh, that was funny, you guys. That was funny. We knew it was going to be. Listen, we knew on Thursday. When, or on Friday. We're, we're texting back and forth on yeah on Friday about hey let's do this let's do Harvey Weinstein. We knew. We knew what we were going to get. It wasn't going to be. We weren't going to go for like the highbrow joke. No. We're going. We're going straight at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, key grip. Best boy, big best boy, uh, mm-hmm. drop the soap, squeal like a pig. It was yeah. all. It was. It was that's, exactly yeah. what you knew. It we was did it. Be. We did it. Yeah, we went. <laughs> we weren't shy. Yeah, we went right at it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Morgan Freeman. Then, then I see Morgan Freeman is uh, accused of some stuff, and it's like I'm, I'm busy. I'm and I'm doing stuff, and I'm like, I don't even want to know. Okay. I, I like all, Morgan Freeman. First of all, I don't he's want 80. it to be true. Okay, he's eighty. Yeah. Second of all, the tapes you see, he's smirking at girls, he's flirting with girls, he is having what I would consider a normal interaction of a man hitting on a woman. Men hit on women. It's okay. Yes. (laughs) Not all of us want to be like genderless noobs where you can't even have fun like that. Like I literally watched this expose video of him and I like him better. I will tell you this about myself. I'll tell you. I'll wow. tell you this about myself and about my dad, mm-hmm. uh, who's no longer with us. My dad was really good at um, at flirting mm-hmm. with, like, you go to a restaurant and it was very subtle, nothing overt. And there's a way to do those little. You do like a little t- uh, a little tester balloon. Mm-hmm. You know, you just it's like a it's a smile. It's a it's a small thing, and then it's like a social signal. Then the person you're talking to, they will either do it back or they'll shut you down. Mm-hmm. And it's very subtle. It's very small. Flirting is fantastic. It is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and if you if we can't do that, we're done for. We're yep. done for. I don't know. I just I read the whole thing, and then I watched these video clips, and I'm like, this is going too far. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you are not, as a woman, if you are not confident enough in yourself, if someone does that to you and it either makes you feel uncomfortable or it's unwanted to be able to say, eh, don't do that again. And, right? and you know what? You know what else, uh, uh, Gimlet? This goes back to 
the gun control debate. You have these you have these people who go, oh, Morgan Freeman did this. I got it. And then people are so eager to grab their pitchforks and go, righteous anger, righteous anger, get him. And it's like why you need to cool off and and let cool and and and, and don't let your emotions take over. When we have gun control debates right after a school shooting, it's it's the dumbest thing ever. It's the dumbest thing ever. And and yeah. the left loves to have it because they love fighting with emotions and not facts. Uh, and it goes back to and I'll say and I want to say this publicly on the show: the whole George Takai thing. I'm no big fan of George Takai and his oh my politics. That dude is just wrong. Yeah. He's wrong as the day is long. But I en- I enjoyed him as Sulu in the show and in the movies and all that stuff. So I can I, I can separate the two things: George Takai the person, Sulu the fun character. Yeah, the only one I he was accused. Was. George Takai was accused of some really nefarious stuff. Yep. Really nefarious, and then. Very subtly, very quietly, the kid who accused him is now on record of going, "Yeah, it was no big deal. I, I you know, I didn't lose any sleep over it. It was, you know, whatever. I was partying at George Takai's house. The guy hit on me. He, you know, whatever." <laughs> it was like it's, but at the time he wanted to be, he wanted to jump on board the train of the "Me Too, Me Too," and everybody got their pitchforks out for George Takai, and it should give everyone. It should give everyone pause. Let's just slow down. I know it's fun. I know piling on can be a lot of fun, but uh, I, I think it's very interesting that the kid who came out and accused George Takai is like, yeah, and that's, I didn't lose any sleep. Yep, big wow. time. And, I and George no Takai's an idiot, by the way. I, <laughs> um, and last but not least, uh, if you want to have a protest in my grocery store, chances are you're going to have tire marks on you. Oh my gosh, the uh, the, the public thing. thing. I I'd have been that woman stepping over the kid to get my lettuce. I got things to do. That was hilarious. I love that. The photos of the people yeah. who are still doing their shopping, just yeah. walking around. These yeah, kids Jesus. were like on their yeah. cell phones, protesting at Publix. Just, uh, Meaningless protest that did nothing to advance your cause. Yes, Publix will no longer make political donations which David means he's not they're not donating to yours so yay for you buddy it is that uh, child is just uh, he's the worst you get you get wrapped up in your self importance and you you think it's a justified always mm-hmm. always beware uh, of justified anger beware when it, when you're feeling it when you see it when any listen you guys I'll 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 leave you with this whenever somebody starts reaching for their pitchfork Take a step back and, and ask yourself, seriously, what are we doing? And then <laughs> think about why you know none of the names of any of the victims in the Santa Fe shooting. Think about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was 10 this, days ago, by the way. I saw, I saw this great clip of this uh, field reporter for CNN trying to get some of the Santa Fe students to jump on board. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was so awkward and bad that I, I couldn't help but be entertained. She's out there. There's a row of Santa Fe students behind her. And she's like, well, the Parkland students are now the voice of a generation. And they're making big change. And they're doing this. And they've no, carrying, they're, they're carrying the weight of this huge movement on their back. But they don't think they're too young. And they're strong. And they find strength in, the, in, in others supporting them. Do you feel that you, too, should bear some of the weight of this? And you should share some of the responsibility to further the gun control movement and the kid is like well no i just no. i just 
bad. I just think sometimes bad things happen, and I'm glad it wasn't worse. <laughs> well, and and here's Back the other to you thing. In the studio. Kyle Kashiv, the smart one that can spell. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be the valedictorian. Oh, and good. people are boy next year he's a junior this year but he's determined he's the highest average in the class now he wants to keep it if he's the valedictorian all these other little punks are gonna boycott graduation i don't want to go i don't want to wear he my well, fine, fine. yes yes <laughs> that'll be great we'll have to keep one eye on that story yeah this was a fun filled podcast we covered a lot of stuff you guys it's memorial day weekend uh this will this will come out tomorrow everybody has the day off crank it up at the barbecue add a little beat underneath it it works as a dance mix it works as funk <laughs> just just put the beat of your choice under this podcast and crank it up by the pool keep going back to the loftestparty.com theloftestparty.com we got all the videos we got podcasts we have great articles you can jump in you can share there's wonderful things happening powerful forces are at work everything's coming up rainbows baby I will talk to you next week for the Liberty Gimlet this is Michael Loftus in Hollywood saying ta ta oh my oh my